Hey folks, this is your homegirl El Sega, aka Lit Wench, and welcome to Lit Pop Podcasts, where literature meets pop culture. Hey listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to my first episode of Lit Pop Podcasts, where literature and pop culture collide. I'm really excited to be working on this podcast. And this episode is an introduction episode, so I'll tell you a little bit about myself and also my intention for the podcast. Again, uh, nothing is set in stone, and there is always room for this podcast to go beyond expectations. For right now, my only expectation is to keep creating content, make it interesting, and especially fun. Uh, Another goal for this episode is to make it collaborative. So I have invited several friends to join. And, you know, any, any folks interested in joining, definitely don't hesitate to reach out to me. I would love to hear from you and collaborate um, and make a, an episode or even series, if, if possible, if it, it goes beyond the time frame, to create content about topics and subjects that you're interesting, interested in. With that being said, without further ado, I will introduce myself. <laughs> My pseudonym is El Sega, or Lit Wench. And the latter was inspired by my best friend because it's a play on words or pun on literature and includes the short uh, vernacular of lit, which I think means hype, but Urban Dictionary probably has a different definition. I love to collect books that I will eventually read. If I were to tell you how many books I have in storage right now, you'd probably judge me hardcore. Uh, Also... I love movies. I consider myself a cinephile. Uh, I consider myself a bibliophile and a francophile. And it all sounds probably really, really. I discovered the term cinephile when I was taking a history of film in college, and I I didn't realize at that point, knowing how many movies I've seen and have lived vicariously through, that I still haven't seen all the movies that would shape me into the person that I am today. And I say that because living vicariously through these movies, I pretty much reference movies every day throughout my life. And it, if that doesn't come across clear, if anybody has seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I'm basically like Jake Peralta when he brings up popular culture in every episode. That is me in everyday life. And this example is an example of how I do that. Uh, so yeah, so I love popular culture. I am obsessed with it. I love music and just kind of like uh, dive into celebrities' lives, how they got there, what made them who they were. So some episodes will focus on people individually, but I'll get into that in a second. So how did I get obsessed with books but not hooked on phonics? Sometimes you'll hear me sabotage a word and that's just because I sabotage English in general. 
But then my my go-to is, well, Shakespeare invented 500 words. Why can't I sabotage the words or invent a new word? Uh, But basically, it's because I really overthink how I say things. So this is also a really good outlet to kind of just like conquer that fear of speaking, speak simply and just when I dive into the topics, you'll notice that I, I lose, I probably lose all that awkwardness. Uh, just a little bit about myself on how I got so obsessed with books. My grandmother took me to the library and got me my first library card. So that was my, my first library visit, I think was about five or six years old, and I haven't looked back since. I was also obsessed with Reading Rainbow by LeVar Burton. And I was so happy to see that Troy from Community was also just as obsessed with LeVar Burton. And probably if I ever met him, I probably would have that same exact reaction. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, again, this is probably one of those situations where I'm bringing up a very particular pop culture reference. But I'll get into that later on as well. So, and I'm bringing up this, uh, this connection of denominations just so you can see like how, how sacred the library is for me. So although I've been associated with many denominations starting from like Catholicism to Seventh-day Adventists, the library has always been my sanctuary. And anytime I move, I always look for the closest library, even as an adult. So just recently I moved again and I know that my nearest library is about seven blocks away from me, which is pretty good. Full disclosure, this is probably going to sound like a resume, but it's really meant to give you an idea about why I do and don't have an authority on literature and popular culture and how they collide. Uh, it's really just for leisure, and it's it's meant to get the people going. Uh, another popular culture reference. And for the sake of just sharing some random things on how literature and popular culture collide, some episodes will be just about movies, some will be just about books, some will be about movies that turn into books, or books that have been, or movies that have been inspired by books, or books about bookshops, or the visceral experience of a movie or a book, or celebrities that have created these books that have turned into movies. I can go into a real rabbit hole about all of it. Or how popular culture through today still quotes phrases from Shakespeare that he invented in the 1600s. And it's been plenty. And even forced me to go further and maybe reference Chaucer or you know, the the writer of of Beowulf who remains anonymous. I'm not sure. I have to look that up again. Anyway, yeah, I can get lost in it. Uh, You can consider it maybe lip cult, cult cult, pop cult. I don't know, but it's a lip pop. (laughs) Uh, So just to give you a little bit of background on my education without sounding like a resume, is really just going to draw on my favorites of literature and how literature has always been a big thing even though in elementary you really don't have like a major or something that you're focused on it's just it's always 
uh, opposite of math, literature has always been my favorite thing. And I know that they say that you one side of your brain dominates the interests. And so if you're more successful at math, you kind of struggle with English. But if you're more successful with English, you kind of struggle with math. But my brain has made a way to fuse both of both of them together and literature has always been my escape the first book that I was able to escape with as a child was written by Ezra Jack Keats and called Whistle for Willie is for reading ages between three to seven so it makes it makes sense that it was like one of the first books that made an impression on me in my life and from then, there was no turning back on reading. Knowing me, it's probably surprising that one of my first favorite books wasn't Disney. Uh, but I did have all of them. And I did have, you know, all of my Disney movies. It was just that I really loved the illustration of this little boy who was looking for his hot dog. Dog. I don't know what you call hot dogs. Is it hot dog dog or hot dog? I don't know. And it was in a city landscape, and I really identified growing up in an urban environment. It just felt like it was so colorful, and that's how it helped me to imagine the world. Uh, so after, after that, of course, you know, I was exposed to Beauty and the Beast after, you know, when it came out in 1991. I think it was maybe around first or second grade. And it wasn't until third or fourth grade where they had a production of it. And I, we couldn't imagine my excitement to be part of the cast. I auditioned for the role of Belle, but I ended up getting the role of Chip. And I lost out on the part because I was too busy talking about popular culture. <laughs> surprise, a surprise. <laughs> uh, so they demoted me to a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that traumatized me because then I had severe stage fright. But despite that stage fright, when I was exposed to Shakespeare in middle school, there was no turning back on my participation in Shakespeare festivals. Uh, so I kind of am grateful to being exposed to Shakespeare and, and being exposed during an impressionable age because to me when I think of my fascination with Shakespeare is like that question the chicken or the egg which came first was it because my teacher recited Shakespeare's life every day or was it because teen heartthrob Leonardo DiCaprio played Romeo in Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet in a readaptation in 1996 um, so who knows? Who knows? I didn't see it in 1996. I did see it around the time that I was studying Shakespeare and there was no turning back. And then shortly after that, Titanic was released. So yeah, definitely impressionable. I thought I was going to study fashion design and I was so sure my future was going to be all about fashion design. It, it didn't end up happening. And I actually went to study psychology and English literature as a minor. I didn't want to let go the opportunity of reading as many books as possible still in college. And fun fact, 
It was in a psychology class that I discovered Wonder Woman was created by American psychologist William Moulton Martson. I was just so excited that my major had a superhero that I loved, but it wasn't until this class that I really became fascinated and became a Wonder Woman fan. Uh, so if that name sounds familiar, it's then I became a member of Popular Culture Association and have uh, in 2018 and have been a member since. I did my first panel in 2019 and I hope to return again in June 2021. It, it, it will be a virtual conference, so that's a little bit exciting. Everything is on Zoom now. And I'm just grateful that 2020 gave me the opportunity to teach English and find my passion for visual arts again. So, without further ado, <laughs> what can you expect to see in the future? Uh, would you like it to be collaborative and a fun experience? Heck yeah! Like, oh yeah, and I, I will curse sometimes. If I get excited, I probably will curse. But right now, I'm just like really self-conscious. I have asked friends and mentors to join in topics they would like to discuss that they have a lot of knowledge or interest in. And it goes without saying, since this is where literature meets pop culture, it will be heavy on books and you don't have to be a reading enthusiast to be interested. Again, it can include everything in the broad spectrum of genres from mythology to sci-fi, poetry, plays, movies, etc. Reading books or excerpts. Um, will be something that I will be doing if I if I don't have content I'll pull a book and probably read an excerpt of something I'll read Shakespeare for example definitely talk about films based on books or share themes with books that we love readings of film scripts maybe or plays you know the list can go on and you know some some esoteric things like tarot or astrology if that comes up music it goes without saying Music exists in literature. It's brought up in in movies. Uh, soundtracks are a huge part of film. Saying pop culture things, of course, everything that falls under the umbrella. My personal podcast favorites are How Did It Get Made, Let's Talk About Myths, Baby, and Grandma Girl. Uh, some friend... Uh, some podcasts uh, made by friends. I want to give them a shout out for being inspirational. Uh, First Wife's Pod, Mad Millennials Podcast, and Brujas of New York City. And um, my handle for social media, if you want to get in touch with me and keep the conversation going, any suggestions, things you want to see, content you're looking forward to, uh, I have uh, Instagram, Lit Pop Podcasts, also on Facebook, you can find me at Lip Pop Podcast. Please like my page. My Gmail is lippoppodcast at gmail.com. I have a YouTube channel uh, that is available on a website that I am building up. And the podcast channel is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The webpage is under construction. But I do have um, a page on WordPress called lippoppodcast.wordpress.com. I don't have a domain yet, but I need to figure out how to make one. 
Uh, yeah, so that pretty much wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. The next episode will definitely be about the world of Wonder Woman, tip of the Thema Sierra, a.k.a. Iceberg. Reach out to me and let me know what you want to hear about next. I have a lot of ideas. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>